Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and we're talking Loki. Normally, this would be Wednesday's show, and we'd be talking comic books, and I'd be looking at the history of Loki and comic books. But Disney is releasing Loki on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. So, you know, this week's mischievous scamps have hijacked my week this week. But anyway, so we're going to put a pin in the comic book origins of Loki. And we're going to talk about the first episode. First episode just dropped. It's out. It's awesome. Uh, there are spoilers ahead. So if you've not seen it, three, two, one. Okay, we're talking spoilers. Although there's there's not spoilers. I mean, there is, but there's not spoilers in this episode. So this episode is exposition like you would not believe. Uh, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know, we kind of went through Loki's history in the MCU. Well, they do that in this episode as well. Um, it opens with the scene from Endgame where, you know, they travel back in time and he gets a Tesseract and he escapes. Following that, he transport he uses the Tesseract to fall, to transport himself into uh, the Gobi Desert. And he's, and mind you, this is still Avengers Loki. This isn't Loki who went through uh, the other two movies, you know, uh, Dark World and Ragnarok. Well, and... Infinity War. Three movies, I guess. You know, so he's still pretty cocky. And when he lands in Mongolia, Mongolia he's like, hey, you know, I'm Loki, I have glorious purpose, I'm here to rule you. And in subtitles, they're like, dude, what are you saying? Who are you? Why are you here? And at that time, the Time Variance Authority shows up. And they collar him, like, punch him, collar him, capture him, take the Tesseract. And they go to the the time variance authority home i guess i mean their organization um a little bit about the tva just for knowledge purposes they first showed up in thor number 372 back in october of 1986 created by walt simonson and sal bashama um they were a kind of a tongue-in-cheek go joke of mark grinwald like everybody there looked like him because he was notorious for keeping order in the timeline and stuff. But they dealt with the Fantastic Four. They dealt with Kang. Um, all these people throughout known history and future. And yeah, so that's... I mean, there's a lot more to them. But that, for side note, that's what we need to know. So he goes there. And he shows up. And immediately, I am I am hooked on this show. Uh, I mentioned how this was the one I was most excited about when they announced them all because Tom Hiddleston's just, just great. But when he gets to the TVA, the guy working the desk is Eugene Cordero, who I love. He was on Tacoma FD. He's on Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, he's in Other Space, The Good Place, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, he was on Kong. He's just been 
everywhere and he's wonderful and he's great and so when I saw him it was one of those ooh I know that guy I love that guy so he takes uh, the Tesseract and stuff and they check Loki in and there's this annoying kid there who's like oh you wait till you hear from my dad he's, he's a total stereotypical D-bag and you know they try and get him to take a ticket to get in line. He's like, oh, this isn't a deli. I'm not going to do that. And then when he gets to the front of the line, they're like, where's your ticket? Like, Man, I tried to get one. That guy wouldn't give me one. And so they, like, zap him. And he dissipates into nothingness. And so Loki's freaking out. And he pulls out his ticket. And he goes before this judge. Um, who the judge is actually, we know, we know, is Ravana Renslayer, who like fell in love with Kang and has this whole big history in Marvel Comics. Um, now whether it's just a little wink wink nudge nudge or it's an actual thing has yet to be seen but we'll see. So Loki's awaiting his trial and while all this is going on you have Owen Wilson as Mobius and he's going around and he's finding out that their recon teams, their teams that go out and set the timeline right, uh, are being murdered. And when I say set the timeline right, so there's the main timeline, the static timeline, whatever you want to call it, primary timeline. And if somebody's not doing what they're supposed to, the timeline starts to diverge. If it diverges too far, it creates an alternate reality leading into the multiverse and they say multiverse and madness not back to back but a whole lot of times in this show so this show is definitely going to feed directly into uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and I for one can't wait to see but he he realizes that somebody is attacking all of his people so he's He's sitting there at the scene, there's dead bodies all around, and there's this little girl, and he's like, hey, who did this? And this is like the 1500s uh, France, and she points to a picture of the devil that's on the wall. So instantly, you know, we're all going, ooh, it's Mephisto, Mephisto, Mephisto. Folks, I, I'm, I'm not an insider, I don't know, but I'm going to go on the record right now saying we're not going to see Mephisto for a while, Okay. Like, it just, it's not going to happen. While he's talking to this girl, one of his minions, I guess, uh, shows up and is like, sir, you may want to see this. And it's Loki's arrest papers. So he books it back to the TVA as Loki's in his trial. And the judge is like, well, hey, you're guilty. Uh, and Loki's still, you know, he's just bravado and showing off. And he's like, you know what I'm capable of? And Owen Wilson's like, yeah, I do. And he goes and talks to the judge and convinces the judge to let Loki be released into his care. And at the time, you know, like, okay, well, that's that's how we get this show. You know, <laughs> Loki has to do something. And he takes him into this room where he catches him up on our Loki's history, main Loki's life story, you know, from Dark World and leading the, uh, the Dark Elves to kill Frigga to trying to kill Thanos to and, and Sakaar in between all of that and Loki's like hmm you know he starts to kind of regret his decision because Owen Wilson's sitting there just grilling him like 
Do you enjoy hurting people? Does it make you feel like a good person? And trying to play all these games. Well, Owen gets pulled away. I, did, I, I like calling him Owen instead of Mobius. But he gets pulled away. Realizes Loki stole the device that controls his collar. And so Loki's like zapping himself through the TVA. And that's where we meet back up with Eugene Cordero's character, Casey. And Loki's like, hey, give me the Tesseract. And Casey opens this box and there's all these Infinity Stones and baseball cards and more Infinity Stones. And that's when Loki's kind of like, wait a minute. Like, the power that I know is not power. And so he goes and reflects on his life that is meant to be. You know, what, how his path is supposed to play out. And then there's some other stuff and Owen Wilson eventually comes back and he's like, so what's, what's up? And he's like, all right, well, maybe we'll work together. And that's when we get the big reveal that the person killing all these TVA teams is actually another version of Loki. Bah, bah, bah. And it ends with this hooded figure burning a TVA team. That's, that's mostly the show. So what do I think about it? Well... This show is 50 minutes of exposition. That That's what it is, you know. Like I said, we're catching up on Loki's past slash future. We're introducing the TVA, which I don't know if they're going to play a big role after this series, but they're obviously the driving force of this series. So we have to learn all about them. And then we continue to mention multiverses. Uh, you know, in-game dabbled in it a little bit but they go in a way deeper detail about divergent timelines and you know the great multiverse war that comic book fans we know is secret wars that happened back in 2015 so there's things that that happen that i'm like okay i appreciate that um there's one scene when owen wilson is interviewing loki and they're looking at things he's done, shenanigans, and it's the D.B. Cooper heist. And he's like, oh yeah, I lost a bet to Thor. And, you know, in the trailer, that was a big moment. Everybody's like, oh, is, is he going to be sent back to correct this moment in time? But, no, it's just a, I mean, it's a fun little throwaway gag. Um, but to me, I don't know. I, it didn't live up to the, the hype of the scene. So, we'll see. I'm incredibly excited about the next episode. You know, Loki chasing his other self. Now, is this going to be kid Loki? Is this going to be lady Loki? Uh, or is it just going to be older Loki? I don't know. And now, knowing that there's two Lokis, you go back and you watch the trailers, and you're like, well, are these... Again, if it's the same... If it's all Tom Hiddleston playing Loki, well, then what from the trailers is main Loki and what is deviant Loki or variant I guess we're gonna call main Loki variant Loki because he is a variant and the other one's deviant because he's the bad guy I guess that's how we're gonna go with it but the the setup here is impressive like I said in under an hour they unpack arguably more than any Marvel movie has um 
as far as first episodes go, man, that one's tough. Because being a classic TV fan, you know, loving Dick Van Dyke and I Love Lucy, I love the first episode of WandaVision. The first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier was very much like Marvel slash James Bond. Um, this is Loki, you know, it is what it is. And it works. I, I'm curious to see what happens, you know. I think we're going to have... My, my fear, let me, let me start with that actually. My fear is that this is going to be how Ultron was initially viewed as setting up the next phase of the MCU. Because in this first episode, that's what it's doing. And the fact that Loki is the center of that is really awesome and really cool. But the fact that he may not get to shine on his own because he has to set up these other things is disappointing. And that, like with Ultron, Ultron should have been a cooler villain, but he was setting up literally up until almost this movie or this show. I... It... It didn't play out how I expected. I didn't know what I expected, but it wasn't this. You know, with the TVA, with the multiverse, with Loki chasing himself. Um, it, it's going to be interesting how it all plays out, you know. Like I said, for our first episode, we got a lot. I, I can't rank it in terms of Marvel shows because they're all so different. Um, this one, a lot of people are saying this is going to be like the detective story. So you had the, the mind trip that was WandaVision, the action movie that was Falcon Winter Soldier. So now you're getting into, like, crime detective. Next, I don't know, we may get, like, a Doctor Strange medical drama or something. We'll, we'll see. I'm excited. Obviously, I'm going to watch it every week. Uh, I'm going to see how it plays out. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Mostly because Tom Hiddleston. Like, he has taken this character of Loki and done so much with it that it's it's going to be awesome. And I love Owen Wilson. So, we'll see. Let me know, though, what you think about the first episode. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.